Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Cool. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Greg, Detroit's Love Guru, fully licensed professional counselor, here with Dr. Gail Friend. I'm excited to talk about this. We've been trying to get together um, and do this episode or an episode for. Gail, how, how long? A long time. <laughs> I don't know. I think we talked about it over a year ago. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. So I'm excited and getting rid of, you know, the old, if you want to say philosophies that people, you know, when you've been through trauma, you've been through, you have maybe sexual pain and you can't enjoy yourself. And this is going to be more geared towards women, but let's face it, men are in this situation with performance anxiety. We could mm-hmm. talk, you know, past trauma, sexual traumas, rape, all this stuff, or body image that just makes you tense during sex. You can't get out of your head and just enjoy it. Emotion. I'm all about people, you know, I'm all about, you know, the mind, body, heart, and soul of sex and relationships and looking at from, you know, Dr. Gale's advice, um, you know, some insights that can help a lot of people and a lot of people. And I posted yesterday real quick, about, you know, a lot of people can be, you know, they have no problem having sex and all this stuff, but where's their heart and soul at, right? A lot of people have a hard time uh, bearing their heart and soul. So I want to welcome Dr. Gail Friend. I, you know what? Give yourself props. Tell people about you, where they can find you, your website, all this stuff. And if you want, of course, we just talked about your upcoming book uh, that will be out hopefully next fall, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. one thing I want to notice, and I was going to say something, you are in Canada, but I do not notice any Canadian accent. <laughs> I was, was going to say that before. So, we so maybe I should throw in a few A's. A's? There you go. And, you know, us, you know, being in Detroit, Windsor's right across the river. So, you know, we're like, you know, brothers, sister, brothers, that type of thing. And oh. it, it, it's funny. And I, I'm talking, I said, Where's the Canadian accent? No, but go ahead. Oh, it'll come out. <laughs> so, Doctor Gail, you know what? Give your, you know what? Tell people where they can find you. Um, the work you've been working on. I know, you know, with individual with women, you, you know, you've been around for a long time with couples. So, tell people where they can find you before we kick all this off. Okay. First um, website is called trustloveagain.com. That's the easiest. Um, uh, Hit me up for friend request. Uh, You could go to my Facebook page, which is Dr. Gail Friend, uh, just how it's spelled on your screen down there. Uh, Yeah, the book I'm working on is 
same title as the website, trustloveagain.com. And it is geared towards individuals and couples, both who they've been hurt. They're carrying forward hurts that are getting in the way of them being able to relax with each other, relax in their relationships, relax in sex, and really feel fulfill, fulfilled easy for me to say. No, you're, that's me uh, all the time. <laughs> yes. So I have worked with couples. I work with individuals, uh, primarily women, but almost every single thing that uh, Greg and I talked about that we're going to be discussing today also applies to men, just as, just as he said. Awesome. Uh, yes. Um, as we go along with love, to answer any questions, uh, comments that you have, you can just throw them I in. Would, I would love that. Man, as people know, you know, I'm doing the show actually an hour earlier than normal, so no big deal. You can, you know, join in the live discussion, the chat down below, throw your questions out there, throw maybe if you want. Um, you're having a challenge with certain things. You know, hopefully Dr. Gale and myself can answer them quickly and hopefully to the point and help you out or at least give you a direction, okay? Now, yeah. talking about, and this is, oh, I'm please, one second, because you asked me to please. Uh, tell the viewers about me a little bit. So yes. just real, like 10 seconds. Please. I have been studying relationship psychology for over 20 years mm -hmm. and went back to school, graduated in 2012 as doctor of human sexuality. So. This is my gig. This is my jam. This is my passion. Um, yeah, I love sharing. And that's what we have a lot in common, right? <laughs> well, yes. Sexuality, relax, try, you know, covering night. It's hard because I you look at a lot of people try to separate the two, and they are. It can be you can be great in a relationship, and the sex is like you're like you know you're scared because you're not given fully. So I, I love how they intertwine. Me too. So on board with you that it's not just a body mind relationship. It's just it's not just a mind heart relationship. It's body. It's mind. It's emotions. It's your spirit. Your soul. It's all of it. All of it. No, that is awesome. And um, you know, going on, you know, with the topic now, you know, when we talked, you know, we've been trying to set this up a while. And the advice we hear, and, you know, you brought this up in your newsletter that, you know, and it's so true that a lot of women will go to medical doctors and it could be based on trauma. There's not a lot of digging into it uh, as far as, oh, just relax. You know, I feel pain. I feel tense all the time. And let's face it, if you feel pain and we could look at, is it, um, you know, psychosomatic pain? Is it... Um, you know, legitimate, you know, bio, you know, biophysiological pain as well, uh, pelvic floor and all this aspect that goes on. And the doctor tells just relax. Let's face it, right? So yes. I would love yes. to hear your take, um, Gail, as far as, you know, what does just relax do, right? <laughs> Causes more tension. Uh, as soon as, yeah, you know, as soon as you're expected to just relax or it's like in a relationship and 
uh, one partner says to the other, why can't you just be happy? Huh? well. <laughs> I love that analogy, right? Right? It's, it's, it's a minefield of the whys and the hows and how do we get to this point? And it's, it's so rarely ever one thing. It's why you have to explore all of it. Uh, why can't you just relax? What are you carrying inside? What are the, the fears and the frustrations? And, you know, the subconscious angers and resentments that you're still carrying. And it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, I left that in the past. Oh, yeah, no, I'm all about being positive and, and thinking positive. And we can get into some trouble with some emotional bypassing when we're not really acknowledging what is going on for us. Uh, what am I really carrying inside? And if we can't be aware of that and bring it to the surface and unpack it, then we get into a whole mess of trouble because all of that stuff is burgling underneath. And so, you know, when you get into a situation where you don't feel relaxed in sex, where's your mind? What are those things in the past? You're in a relationship and you're not just happy. Why? What's going on? And if you can't figure it out, if you can't pinpoint a few things that are going on for you, um, then you know, that, that self-guilt comes in, that self-shame, that there must be something wrong with me. Yeah. And that causes more tension. And you can't relax into it even more. And the relaxation, you know, it's not just can't relax in sex. It's can you be relaxed in your relationship? It's sort of ironic mm -hmm. where... And we're, you know, at the beginning, we talked about how they, they intertwine and it's ironic how a lot of people, you know, will, you know, key in, you know, on women now, you know, a lot of women, it could be, you know, rape survivors. It could be, you know, mm -hmm. they really gave everything, gave their mind, body, heart, and soul hundred percent and their partner cheated on, um, was abuse of that type of thing. And it, it's so ironic in my, you know, in my office, I, so many people, Greg, I thought I was over that. And that's when you talked about, uh, you know, the subconscious aspect, you know, and it's sort of ironic and funny, not ha ha funny, but funny, ironic to where sex is one way in a relationship is one way to really test if you are healed, right? All those insecurities, all that. And it comes out, we, you know, stomach aches, you know, vaginal pain. It could be coming out with men have an erection problems. It could be you know, headaches, all this aspect. And it's funny. Oh, just relax. Like you said, Oh, be happy. Okay. What does, <laughs> can you tell me how, you know, yeah, and yeah. what do you tell your clients and have told your clients when let's face it, they present with these issues, Gail. And, you know, where do you go? Do you dig deep in the past aspects or do you go in the current and how the manifestations are happening now? Both. Um, I don't dwell in the past. Same but it, I think it's really important to, when a new client comes in, to take a full history 
and no stone unturned to see because you know these these causes if there if if there's no medical basis then the sexual concerns are relational either a relationship with self or a relationship with partner um so you know what are the previous heartaches what are the traumas what about the out outdated conditioning you received in your home from the media um, how was love modeled for you what were the messages you received about sex what were the messages you received about relationships what were the messages you received about each gender if you're heterosexual if you are lgbtq what were the messages you received about that how aligned are you as a as your own true self with those messages and if those messages were shaming um or misguided information about um oh well anything but what just popped in my head is misguided information always comes from people who are doing their best want their best for you based on their own hurts their own biases and the outdated conditioning and misinformation they received themselves so i do think it's really important to look at the history and then take that and say okay all of that informed who you are here and now now what do we do with it we've we've unpacked it now let's yeah. now let's tidy up now let's look at how what areas need healing and and some really solid how to move forward from this and it's it's i i agree and it's so ironic that a lot of people um, you know, they think it's easy and I work, I don't, I can't speak for you at a, I work fast. I like getting at the issues right away. Mm -hmm. Of course you got to provide, you know, I'm all about safety and make people feel safe, but I don't, I'm not one to drag things out. You've been, I, I look at people, couples been going through this, let's face it, probably a long time. So mm -hmm. I don't want it to drag out any further. So I want to get at the issues, but trying to make people feel safe when it is past, you know, you know, they were sexually abused by dad or whatever type of situation. And it, it's yeah, sort of delicate, you know, you know, it's very delicate now, this aspect. Now, what do you, you know, when you, and I, I love that point you brought up because we, and I tell people all the time, if it's a biological issue, you know, here, doctor, get, you know, blood work done, estrogen levels, you know, could be thyroid can mess with almost every body function. Mm -hmm. And, you know, diabetes, blood, you know, if it's a biological Terrific. You might not need to come here. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm bad for business, but I want you better, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and then looking at those aspects and then looking at, you know, I'm huge on self-love and self-respect. And I know you are too as well, Gail. Mm -hmm. And looking at trying to promote that, what do you do to try to give them permission to number one, to heal and go after what they want, not what society and i know followers and stuff heard me say this a ton you know not what their parents told them what religion told them what culture society but that as long as they're not hurting themselves hurting other people how do you help them 
give themselves permission to become who they want to be and how they want to be, let's face it, sexually. Okay. Uh, first of all, I question them without it being um, challenging. I invite them to question how they really feel about that information. And it's interesting because so often when I ask, how do you feel about that? They tell me what they're thinking. So a difference, isn't there? There's a big difference. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's a foreign idea to a lot of people if they haven't explored the difference before. And it can feel a little uncomfortable at first and a little bit like, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But here, um, what it is is to take, break down your thoughts or what you, what you think you believe about something and feel it in your body. Is there tightness? Where is that? When you think about how you feel about sex or the lack of it or um, the unfulfilled part of it, where do you feel it in, that, in your body? First thing. And what emotions come up? When you think about your sex life as it is right now, what are all the emotions that you feel? Is it frustration? Is it sadness, anxiety, um, a sense of hopelessness? It can be a whole range of what emotions are you feeling right now? And then what emotions do you want to feel during sex? What are all those? Elated energetic, uh, fulfilled, uh, sexy. <laughs> and it's, I, I agree. And it's so, I love that because a lot of people, when you ask that, now you, you might have the same or similar experiences. You know, when I go into, and I, you know, I, I want to know what your idea of a great sex life is and not, you know, we all oh, the physical, and I, but the emotional, same thing. What do you, do you want to feel like someone is taking from you or do you want to feel like it's mutual that you're giving and receiving instead of taking and what that looks like you could you know women you're all supposed to be pleasing and all this aspect the old adage right you're supposed to be pleasing and nurturing and all this aspect you have a right to receive i'm i'm like go get it women i'm like woohoo you know and absolutely and to own that and get rid of the guilt and let's face it it could be you know body image aspects. And I love how you say, and I'm huge on feelings too. I'm, I'm huge on, I, I look at, you know, what are you feeling? And it could be, you feel it in your gut before you even think about it. It's almost like a reflex, you know, mm -hmm. feel, it makes you sick to your stomach. Your neck gets all tense, that type of aspect. It, oh, it, it's, so I want that. I want you to, and how many people, let's face it, they try to get away from it. They want to run away from it. They shut it down. They ignore it, push it away. And then let's face it. Then that tense tension is right there and it's not going to go away. Exactly. And I've found over time that there are four 
different patterns. Jet, like awesome. You know, cool. Yeah, you can always extrapolate, but four general sexual patterns that people get into when they are not fully um, tuned into their own sexuality, when they don't feel safe in the relationship, and I'm talking emotional safety, physical safety, mental uh, safety, all of it. Uh, these patterns break down into, one, they deny it, they suppress it, um, I don't need it, you know, they go through the motions for their partner, maybe. That's that's how they, you know, they I just... Know, yeah. No, no, no. Um, they use sex as a form of power and control to actually feel something, to feel that confidence that they may be lacking. That, um, And this is no blame, by the way. This is all, oh, no. all of this is manifested from a subconscious place from all those previous hurts and traumas, little ones to big ones. It doesn't have to be that you were raped as a child, you know, just the little hurts oh, yeah, absolutely. along the way. Um, the third is that they use sex as a vehicle to feel valued, to feel loved, to feel accepted. It's almost like a, a currency that they exchange and that, hey, my early years, totally guilty of that one. Um, and oh, we'll have to have another session on that alone. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the fourth way is that they are able to put it all aside, open themselves up to momentary fun and erotic play and they just let themselves be free sexually, but then afterwards, just like they put their clothes on, they wrap themselves in this cloak of protection, guarding their hearts again. I was also guilty of that one. So, you know, it can manifest in different ways. Uh, so these are all patterns that you have to look at. How are you showing up? What is your relationship with your sexuality? Uh, when you are being sexually sexual, what patterns are those? How are you using sex? Or is it, as you were saying, a, a, a give and take, where it's an expression of who you are, where it's an expression of your feelings for your partner? Um, and that's not exclusive to committed relationships. Oh, no, not at all. You know no, that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to have hot sex with a stranger when you because you don't have any skin in the game. Well, metaphorically speaking. I'm like, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's easy, right? You're not mm -hmm. worried about you're not worried about shame, embarrassment. You're not worried because you don't know them. You have a lot more, and I tell this all the time. You have a lot more in stake. When you, your heart and soul are involved, when you have a one night, you, you know, you have a one night, ooh, ooh, hot, you know, whatever, passionate sex, there's no, you know, you're not inhibited anymore. You, you are able to be exactly. free. You don't care, but it's sort why can't you take that aspect into a loving, committed, when you're in love, that heart and soul aspect into it? It sounds easy, doesn't it? No, it doesn't.
Ah, but it can Please. be. It can. It, I agree. You know, it yeah. It can be. Because, I mean, a bunch of years ago, my hus second husband and I, we hit rock bottom. Oh. And I thought, you know, I mean, we were seriously talking divorce. Mm -hmm. And our sex life had completely tanked. I mean, it was on every level. But as we healed ourselves, our sex life came back. And, you know, it's it's that safety and that excitement and that compassion in the relationship and it's that safety and that excitement and that eroticism and that freedom to play in the bedroom or wherever countertop <laughs> counter washer machine drive i'm like you know <laughs> front yard no. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and I, I love that too and and it's so hard you know a lot of people and i you know i'm very I'm a smart ass. People know that, but I'm also very compassionate, very empathetic. Um, as far as, um, you know, looking at, it sounds easy, but it's so not easy when you, you know, people, they want to take that stuff. They want to be, I, I always say it. I want people, I want women, men to own their sexuality, you know, to have that confidence. This is what I like. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not, I want to feel this way. I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel at ease. And with, you know, clients and people you worked with, you know, I've been doing this like 20 years. You've been doing this long time too. I tell people I was five years old when I started, right? <laughs> when, um, and looking at, you know, how you want to be and, you know, taking that next step. What have you found that really helps, let's face it, individuals or couples Take that next step to get to that level, to that sense of freedom. And I know it's different. Let's. It's. Yeah. I know. Um, it's a it's, very general. What are they? What are they I know. <laughs> it's a general. It's an unfair question. I know because everybody's different. You, you know, I, everybody's different personalities, temperament. The relationship itself is different from everybody else. And you know, what would be maybe a generalized foundation that you go for as far as trying to make someone, let's, let's make it easy, an individual to make it um, easy for her to be able to own her sexuality and to not use it. I mean, sex can be a healing tool. Absolutely. Absolutely. But to be able to, you know, fully be where they want to be. Okay. So I, I touched on this earlier, and the it's that willingness to really get to know yourself, to have an intimate relationship with who you are as a person, what's going on inside, first and foremost. It's really that awareness and that willingness to go there. Uh, the, the uphill that most people are struggling with as far as I see it is am I safe with you? Am I safe to trust you with my vulnerability? Am I safe to trust you with my sexuality? That's the, right. That's, that's the core. Am I safe? Can I trust you? And, but, but what we do with that is we're always looking out there. Prove to me that I can trust you. 
And I, I love that because I look at people all the time and, um, you know, I get this in the person. I look at what are they doing to make you feel safe, to make you feel, you know, that you can trust them, that they're, you know, talk about any, whatever, you know, safe, no harm. And I look at, you know, and this is one issue that I run into and you probably can relate to as far as that partner could be doing everything possible, you know, nothing's perfect, but every, and, and I look at, do you trust yourself to be yes. able to let go? Do you, do you trust yourself to be able to let go and that you can, you know, you can let go, but at the same time, hold on to yourself as well. Sounds easy, right? And I'd love to hear your take on that. Absolutely. It really is. And that's why you have to develop that intimate relationship with yourself, body, mind, heart, and spirit. Uh, because so many people lack that, that internal trust that they can trust themselves. Um, and, and where does that come from? It comes from the second guessing. It comes from the ego mind, always creating these BS stories about who you are. Um, can you trust yourself when you've been getting this one message from society, from family, from religion, from media, from wherever it comes from, uh, but it's not quite resonating with you. So how do you trust yourself? And it's, it's really going back and breaking it down. Again, it's looking at what are what are the things you think you believe and are they really true for you? It's, it's repatterning. It's being aware of those patterns of thought, being aware of those patterns of how you're interacting. So then you can start to make those tiny shifts in it. And one of the things that I like to remind people of is Nobody's to blame. You're looking for your partner to fulfill you. You're looking for that safety out there. Uh, but what are you projecting as you're doing that? I love it. What are you doing? What are you doing for yourself? And that's part of like when I said, um, you know, a lot of people, let's face it, are looking. And I, I talk about this a lot about self-esteem versus other esteem. <laughs> and you mm -hmm. know, and looking at, are you always looking for validation from everybody else? And that's when I talk, you know, when I mean about owning your sexuality, you're not looking for permission. You're not looking for, and that doesn't mean you don't care what your partner likes or nothing. It's not about being selfish, not at all. Mm -hmm. And looking at, and I know, you know, like you said, your mind can play tricks on you trying to protect you and all this stuff. And I, I'm huge on, I said, there's, I go, there's three things at play, right? There's, there's our mind, our heart, and our gut instinct. And nine times out of 10, me personally, over the years, everything, I tell people nine times out of 10, you go against your gut instinct, you're going to get burnt. Your heart <laughs> wants this, and your gut's telling you this. And I said, your head, and I love that you brought that up, Gail, that your head could be telling you all this stuff. Remember, you got cheated on before. Remember, someone told you you're fat. Remember, someone did this to you, whatever. And- yeah. It's trying to protect your psyche, mm -hmm. creates so much problems. And that's where I tell people and what I try to do. I want to quiet the head mm -hmm. <laughs> and I want you to pay attention to the gut instinct. And I want 
that head and the heart, or I'm sorry, the heart and the gut instinct to align if possible, <sighs> sounds easy. It's not. And what do you think has been very be. helpful? That's what I want everybody to recognize is that it yep. can be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, know, you, um, you break your legs skiing, you're not going to be, you're going to be cautious to get on the slopes again. Wow. I, right? Me, me and, I'm going to be, I, I'm, I probably haven't learned until three or four more times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, and, and that too, that's, that's your mind going, Hey, remember that time you did that? And then that happened. Oh, absolutely. So you put the brakes on. Yes. What do you do to promote, say, women to relax and own their sexuality, to be free sexually? I'm not talking about being someone else's definition of free. No, but their definition and how they want to be free. Uh, how have you helped women over the years? Basically, everything we just talked about. Okay, cool. It's, you know, um, it's the practical things, um, if you will, the actual exercises are to slow down. Sex is, it's, it's sensual. You're using your, it's all your five senses. What are you smelling? What We're are you the same. Yep. The feeling on your skin. What do you, what do you see? What do you hear? It's, it's, that's what sensual means, is all of the senses. Absolutely. So it's slowing down in life and learning pleasure, because we are not taught pleasure. Um, when or you, it's according. It might be according to what everybody else seems or thinks what pleasure is, correct? what's pleasing for you and as far as touch goes that the pleasure sensation of touch changes with your emotion because there can be times where where a, a feathery touch sends tingles up your spine and gets you really aroused Hold on. can you do can you do that again no. irritating and drives you nuts yeah can you do that again getting <laughs> <laughs> um and it's it's, and you're absolutely right. I tell, you know, you ever, and people can maybe relate to this. You bump your elbow, your well, funny bone, and you could be in a good mood or whatever. And you're bumping, oh, no big deal. But you're tired. You're not feeling well. You bump it to same spot, same intensity. It's like, oh my God, you know, it, you're so right. I love it. So it's, you know, taking a few extra minutes in the bathroom after you've had your shower um, or, or even in the shower. Just getting really still and feeling the sensation of the water on your skin. What does it feel like? Allow that. yourself to get out of your head and tasking mode and really be in the moment. What does that feel like? After your shower, take extra time with some body lotion. Actually pay attention to your skin. Pay attention to your body. Those little bits of pleasure start to break through that pleasure barrier. We've all heard of that glass ceiling when it comes to uh, income. 
Yeah. Well, there's a pleasure ceiling, a pleasure threshold. And if we've denied ourselves that pleasure, then it can be hard to break through. So it's taking those little things one step at a time. Uh, your, your coffee in the morning or your tea or whatever your beverage is. Taking a sip and really tasting it. Experience it. Love Instead it. of just mindlessly consuming, which we do with sex quite often. We just mindlessly consume. Very um, much so. Bring yourself to the present in everyday life. And what does that sweater you chose to wear feel like? And, oh, actually, it's a little bit scritchy. Maybe I don't want to wear this. What would feel good? Instead of just mindlessly taking whatever out of the closet, what pleases you to, how does it feel on? How do you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror? Or is it just kind of good enough to get you through the day? And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes right? it's okay. Absolutely. Okay. But, Let's be honest. I'm yes. going, I'm going to bash. I us. Good. I'm going to bash us men. Okay. Not, well, I'm a man. So I'll throw me into the category. It's so ironic when they, they hear me talk about, the senses, the sensations, and all this aspect. Let's be honest. The women get it. Most women get it like this. A lot quicker. Well, maybe not that fast. They don't allow themselves because maybe they're, you know, being a mother, a single mom working, and there's no time to enjoy that. It takes just a few seconds, like you mentioned, just to feel something. Mm -hmm. And to give people, you know, give yourself that permission to do that. And a lot of men... You know, I've been seeing the last probably five to seven years, men are getting more in tune to this. Yes. But I still try to promote this about the sensuality, the senses of touch. You know, there's a difference depending on mood. You know, you might want to have sex, you know, getting thrown up against a wall where someone's more sensual. Like you said, the touching, the, the caressing, the, you know, just the, the more loving and sensual aspects of it. And it's about being able to read each other and being okay with where you are, maybe in that moment, that type of aspect. For sure. And I'm really glad you said that because I don't want people to get the impression that we are promoting, either Greg or I are promoting, I think you're on board with me with this, um, <laughs> that we're promoting that sex has to be always this soft, sensuous, loving because it can be down and dirty and still be loving it can, Absolutely. You know, everybody's um uh patterning in what they enjoy can fluctuate some people are way more into the sensual aspect of clean sheets and candles and all yes. of the romance type of thing and other people are more into kinky stuff and they, they like to get out feathers and ropes and um, role playing and, and different things that help them express their sexuality. Absolutely. You know, other people, um, their primary pattern may just be down and dirty, quick and done. And, and they don't take much time to get aroused. 
others take a longer time. So it's, it's really, um, when I say to intimately know yourself, it's, it's important. It's crucial. What is it you prefer? And if that differs from the partner you're with, are you willing to play in each other's sandboxes? As long as no cats have been in there. No. <laughs> what? And look. Hey, I'm not going to judge you if that's no, your You know what? I, I, you're right, Gail. My bad. I'm sorry. And <laughs> looking at, and I have, you know, clients over the years that, um, and they could be, you know, heterosexual, same sex in this situation where one, they only enjoy, the only, and there's a lot of trauma history and everything else with most that. The only way they feel pleasure is through that pain. They they mm -hmm. numb out the sensuality. They numb out the sense of safety, the sensual aspects of it. And, you know, number one, do you want to feel more sensual? Do you, if you don't, no big deal, right? But if your partner wants to feel that once in a while, and it's not just the rough, the, the pain-inducing sex to make you feel, now you're looking at there's going to be an issue and trying to work together and pave that road. And, and you know, it comes back to that, people it comes back to that question nope. that we keep asking. Absolutely. Am I safe? Can I trust you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Can I trust myself? Awesome. Yes. Um, I, I love having you on. Thank you. We'll do this again. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Great conversation. Please, please tell people where they can find you again, Gail. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, website is trustloveagain.com. Uh, you can hit me up for a friend request on Facebook. I'm always down for that. I have a women's uh, Facebook group that I am, you can, you can ask to join right now, but I'm not opening the doors just yet with a lot of great stuff is going to be coming down the pipe in that. And the Facebook group is also called trust love again. That is, you know what? That's awesome. And I'm trying to, you oh, like I'm on you. Instagram. I'm I have a Facebook page. Yeah. So. All over the place, right? <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> and I'm no, that's good. And I, you know, like you, um, I got like five things, probably ten things at the same time. So no, I appreciate you being on. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank and you so as everybody much. else, you know what? You can uh find me the art of relationships.org and I'm all over YouTube. Please, you know, check me out on YouTube. The Art of Relationships with me, Greg Dzinski. Uh, Subscribe, like it, you know, subscribe, like my Facebook stuff. Do the same thing for Dr. Gale as well, please. And uh, I appreciate it. And everybody, you can check out the Art of Relationships show live every Wednesday now, because I'm going to have more energy at 12 noon Eastern time versus nighttime when I'm sort of comatose. So I appreciate everybody uh, joining in. Uh, peace and love to everybody out there. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. 
It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com.